Yo, Peter. Yo. All aboard. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It Podcast. Music and life advice and inspiration coming at you. He nailed it the first time, folks. Was that he right? nailed it the first I, time for the first time. That was just off the top of my head, man. I'm an I love improviser. It. I love it. Well, today's episode is sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com for all of our online jazz education courses, including all of our piano courses. Peter, we yes. have a few. We have more than a couple. We have so many that I'm starting to confuse them. But I'm going to tell you one of them I'm not confused about because it's it's uh, I've been looking at it the last few days. Block Chords Made Easy. That is our latest it is course, latest, piano yeah. or otherwise, right? We like to listen to our members around here, and they yes. were screaming for like a year, something on Drop 2, something on Locked Hands. And so yes. we, we made this Drop 2 in Locked Hands course. Actually, some of the things we're talking about today with Oscar Peterson playing some blues. You think he could play some block chords? Uh, he might be able to play <laughs> some block chords. No, we'll, we'll break some of that down today. But if you want the full thing, go to openstudiojazz.com and check out Block Chords Made Easy. It's yeah. easy. It really is easy. You yeah. know, I'd struggled with it for years, and now, and all those members you said that have been asking for that was me under different pseudonyms. Just so you now, I can tell you, you made the course, so it's all good. Go to openstudiojazz.com and check out our new course, Black Chords Made Easy. Today, speaking of popular things, so yes. I got like tons of emails about our episode where we broke down what makes McCoy Tyner sound like McCoy Tyner when he's yes. playing the blues, and we kind of teased out that we were going to do other episodes. Well. People have spoken, and we need to be doing some other episodes where we kind of like break down the characteristics. What's so cool, I think, about doing it over the blues is everybody loves the blues. Everybody knows the blues. That's right. It's easy to like digest. It's easy to understand what's happening. And I mean, it's just natural for us, I think, here to cover Oscar Peterson. Really, is there any better like jazz blues musician? Someone, no. a jazz musician who who knows the blues. He's the he's the king. Normally, I'd be like, ah, there's others, but I, I I'd have to give you an unequivocal no. There's nobody better, <laughs> you know. And I and you can't really argue with that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna choose from Night Train here, which is Ooh. I think there's no there's no better example of him playing a ton of blues on this record. Uh, over on the daily guided practice session, we have this thing called the Monday Transcribers Club. It's yes, Monday Transcribers Club. Starting back in September, we're gonna we're gonna do it again. But in uh, June, we did Oscar Peterson solo over Bags Grooves from Night Train. Yes, and I thought we could listen to this solo and just break down some of the characteristics that make this. Uh, solo, a very much Oscar Peterson solo. You ready? Yeah, can we go back to that first part? I know we just listened to it, but I just, he's already hitting it there. Well, this is from Night Train, but I'm talking Bags Groove. You want to hear Oh, Night Bags Groove, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry. No, let's, let's yeah. check out Bags Groove. Let's check yep, out Bags Groove. Absolutely. It's pretty chill. It's pretty chill. stuff to talk about already already we've got you know what i mean just wait okay that's three okay before okay i mean there's so much to talk i I love this okay so precision let's just talk about oscar first sure precision within the groove and the time from the very first upbeat bolt but, I mean, just like right in there yep. and then making it seem so easy, but it's just so precise, yep. but wrapped up with so much, you know, organic life to the line. It's not like a robot. 
Nope. But if you were to look at it on a graph, it's a little bit like a row. It's got the precision of a robot, but the love of your grandmother's warm embrace. So those turns, first of all, are precise. Even what I just played was not as clean. Getting them precise between the hands that relaxed is pretty awesome. Yeah. So there we go. But check it out. Wait, wait, wait till okay. the second chorus. I get so excited though. Still relaxed, but damn. Still the same amount of space though for, for Ray. So Ray kind of takes it here, mm. and it's a great solo. And we'll uh, we should do a whole Ray Brown day. But I'm gonna skip ahead here. Let's just talk real quick because sure. sometimes this people don't notice this. Um, Oscar Peterson's comping at this tempo mm. or slower mm. ballad, yeah, or really anywhere, but especially this kind of uh, you know mid slow kind of swing to anything on the slower side. His comping behind bass souls, usually Ray Brown, is so amazing. Like how he holds out these chords. He sounds so simple. It's just like, oh, he's just playing each measure. But his very light, rhythmic, but precise attack, bing, like when he comes in and then holding it out. Like we always think about give a lot of space for the bass and all that kind of stuff. But I think from a textural standpoint, he's giving that space, but the the instrument's ringing he's he's pulling the tone out it's like this beautiful kind of harmonic bath for ray brown These to bells, play in. right he's oh. just like yeah i agree i and, agree man. and he's the light touch yeah Ooh. sweet this is towards the end of of ray's solo here we'll listen to the last bit uh and then when he goes short and then comes oh come on he's the best he's the best people are the best So I hate to stop the groove here. <laughs> There's our first real Oscarism. Yep. So he turns on, and this is something that you can you can do immediately if you don't know about this. Welcome to the funhouse because this gets really fun. So it's a C7. Welcome to the Terror Dome. <laughs> so no. it's a it's a G blues right, and over the four chord here we have C seven. Right. He literally just turns on a on like it's like a five tuplet right, like a five. Yeah, yeah. Five sixteen notes kind of situation. So that's a C seven chord from the bottom up. G B flat, right, which is the dominant seventh of a C. C and E. That's it. It's just a C dominant seven chord. Yeah, exactly. That's what it, that's what he does. Let's, let's back it up just a little bit. Hear that again. This is the first chorus. Listen to that again. Oh, 
offset, juxtapose. This kind of goes out of time there. Yeah, and he loves that. Well, yeah. So that here's four to three. On here's the, our on next the one. Oscar. Oscar Even Peterson when he's not here. On the one. It's like a four five three. He's doing it all over the solo. And even on that, um, that's just a 4-3-2, right? That's like a 4-5-3. Mm. Yeah, and I think what, you know, what really rewards um, this very sim- simple way of playing is uh, goes right back to how he started the solo, how he started the melody. That rhythmic precision, that spacing, that authority to come in right within the groove, whether it's a triplet, yeah. whether it's a five sixteenth note, you know, whatever, yeah. is coming like right smack dab in the middle of it. Well, even and then he's so precise, he can get off. He can yeah. let it let it fly, kind right? of push it, pull it like back. With that one, yeah, yeah. you know, he's doing sort of um, uh, like a. Um, you know, like he yeah. like lets it go. Or He's whatever. stretching it, pushing, stretching it, it, almost like averaging it out as he goes. But this lick here, it's not even a lick; it's just a piece of language. It's it's the blues. It's just literally like we're in the key of G. It's just C D B, right? It's just the four, the five, and the three, and yeah. it, he uses it all the time. And they're on the five. He's on the five chord now, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's on, on the, yeah. on the two going to the five. Yeah, let's hear it again. It's so fun. Huh. Oh, let me back it up. One more. Yeah, the two, two. to the five. Little some some bluesy double stops. Another yeah. characteristic. So he'll do that. Right, so he's got the D on top. Again, the four, five, and then the rest of the lick, that five stays on top. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. That's just the best. Let's keep going here. Bluesy double stops. Yeah, he's very... Never afraid... Play that leading to that major seventh up to the tonic, you know, and to play around with that dominant seven, major seven on the one. He did something here when when he got to the C seven, when he got to the four chord. Yeah, and this is another Oscarism right there. Let me back it up even a little more. Here's the four. He sort of he goes he hints back at G seven back yeah. to the four giving that the four chord yet another five one yes. in the middle of yeah. it he loves the ones to the five yeah 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 and he loves a five one yeah I mean so, it's kind of like when he's like the six to the two yeah exactly one. it's just all it's the church it's blues and church all wrapped up together again another ah uh, so now other he's side of, with other that. side of the triple yeah. You know? What? Little locked hands, maybe? Little locked hands. Block chords made easy. Uh. So that's a that's a block chord I want to just note real quick. So that's the C7 again. He does so much magic on the four chord. I feel like for, for Oscar, like that four chord is really where 
he sets the whole solos up. Mm. Like that's where he's like answering his initial statement. Why? It's like the exposition of the story, right? Like he's 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 created the theme, and then the forechord is where he really lets the interesting stuff happen. Yeah. And then that resolution and the turnaround is like the end of the story. But on this C seven, on my you know to my ears, he treats that not like C seven, like that. It's like G minor six. Uh-huh. Like right, it's right. very G minorish. So that we our ears stay in G. Yeah. It's just he's it's like he's going from G dominant to G minor. Yep. Yep. That is eye opening for me. That I mean that It's it, fantastic. And I mean it really just plays into the whole concept of like, you know, even when that you're always in you're always in the tonic key on the blues. Totally. You know, no matter how sophisticated your harmony substitutions, four chord, five chord, two, three, six, two, it doesn't matter. You're always, and, and that's a, a really like sophisticated kind of essence of what the blues is, I think, in, especially in the jazz setting. See what I'm saying, man? Oscar is all over the place. So he's going to hang out here with his. And pull back. I know. Yeah. So there's another there's another thing going on here. That this thing, right? That that movement that we all should know. He uses this all the time. Anytime there's like a one, I hear you do this all the time too. Actually, it sounds good. I like it. Like if you have a long stretch of a of a tonic chord, yeah, of like a G seven, you don't have to just stand there on the. with strong chord tones and I am a jazz robot. <laughs> like you hear Oscar and he'll he'll almost always move that that yep. pattern, right? Of Right, so we have G A minor 7 B flat diminished yeah. up to that G over B, right? Yep. He's doing that all over the place. Oh yeah. I wrote a tune years ago. I hadn't played it so long that called Blues for OP. Hey. Fittingly enough, and it's like this would be embarrassing if I can't, but it was like, uh, yeah, Woo. Woo. and it had something, Come but on. it was like one, two, one, two, three, four. But you'll hear him do this even when it's but it like, was, a, it was really came, came from that, even if he's doing like, like if he's, hanging yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. Like he'll do that movement that it really is a foundational piece of language. It's like the most soulful Methodist hymnal well, wrapped in, you know, <laughs> wrapped in just a warm, jazzy blanket, you know. Soulful <laughs> Methodist hymnal. Listen, well, listen for it because he does it a few more times. Yeah. Voicings. Little shout chorus 
action. So just to that's the end of that. Well, and but just to, to sum up what what that voicing style is, yeah. that's spread voicing. It's where he's got octaves in his right hand with a note in the middle, right? Usually the so, fifth, right? Yeah. So I think he's like something like that. Yeah, like a fifth or like a, a fourth. Yeah. This is a. But you got you have a four note block chord in your left hand, like just some voicing in your left hand, and then some spreads, mm. something like that. Yeah. But that's that's the style he's doing there yep. to end up. Isn't that great? Yep. Man, that's so good. <sighs> Oscar Peterson's the greatest. He's the greatest. You know. What so I mean? there's there's a bunch of your Oscars. The precision of the rhythm. Yep. The breaking up of a chord, like the turning on an entire chord. Very Oscar-ish. Yep. Uh, all the other ones we mentioned. <laughs> I forget, there were so many that we... That's that's the thing about the Night Train album. Every solo is like... Like, we could play C-Jam Blues here, and it's the same thing, full of Oscarisms. That's like right. Everything is an Oscar. Yeah. This was it's almost him. like he's playing his stuff all the time. He's really been <laughs> shedding his Oscar stuff. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, if you want to learn more about Oscar Peterson and all the greats of this music, go to OpenStudioJazz.com because that's what we're talking about over there. We're talking about Oscar Peterson. That's right. We're talking Herbie Hancock. That's right. We're talking Winton Kelly. Mm-hmm. We might even talk a little Jeff Keezer. We might talk a little Adam Manis, Hello. the Modern Masters. What? Hello. We might talk a little Keith Jarrett, but we're not going to play his music because we're not allowed to. <laughs> but we are going to continue this series because it's really fun. It's fun it to just fun. like talk about the defining characteristics of all these great musicians. Great. Yeah. yeah, it's fun and we're learning. And, and so we have Winton. We've been mentioning Winton Kelly, but maybe we do someone a little more modern next time what do you think yeah like Red Garland <laughs> until then talking about black horse you'll hear